Moncrief on News Talk. Speaking of employment, if you're in the hunt for a job, consider this. Recruiters will spend seconds reading your CV before deciding if you should come to interview or not. If there's a spelling or any other sort of mistake, your chances aren't good. And a new study in the UK found that 87% of CVs contain at least one mistake. Damien McCarthy is CEO of HR Buddy. Good afternoon, Damien. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, Would that be right in your experience as well? Uh, well, yes. Um, I suppose, uh, unfortunately, there probably is an increase in spelling mistakes inside in CVs. Now, look, uh, the one thing I would say is uh, people may be s- surprised by the survey results about, you know, uh, how many CVs actually have uh, spelling mistakes in them. And you would call it very, I suppose, sloppy or lazy on any uh, from any candidate's point of view to send in a CV to a recruiter or uh, applying for a job and have spelling mistakes mistakes littered across their CV. Uh, it's simply sorted with a, a spell check. But I suppose there is that theory there that the way in which we're communicating uh, with each other nowadays, and in particular Gen Zs and millennials, uh, it's done on you know s- social chat groups and apps and so on. So perhaps that you know art form of writing, uh, punctuation and spelling and so on is really starting to suffer and that's starting to come across inside in people's job applications through their CVs, which is unfortunate. Mm. Did Gen Zs and Millennials not go to feckin' school like the rest of us? <laughs> well, we, we get to blame Gen Zs and Millennials for everything now, Sean, so we might as well blame them for this as well, I think. <laughs> but, I mean, if, if, if a CV comes in and... If there's more, say there's more than one spelling mistake, does that go in the bin immediately? Well, I think this might not actually hold as much weight, in my opinion, as people might think, okay? Because if you look at um, busy recruiters and busy employers recruiting for a new job, okay, basically, and you mentioned about research there that has shown that recruiters have admitted spending somewhere between six and eight seconds screening CVs. So basically, if you don't catch them in the first 10 seconds, you're gone, okay? You don't get through the first screen. Um, So so CVs need to jump out at, at you very, very quickly, okay? And you have to think about the people who are viewing and screening these CVs. They're busy. Uh, they may be viewing tens or dozens or hundreds of CVs uh, every day. So the CV needs to jump out, okay? So unless you have a photographic memory, the first thing that you're going to fall down on is not going to be your spelling mistakes. That's going to probably be at the second screen. So there are much more important things to try and get right and much more common mistakes, which I think are bigger mistakes um, that happen inside in CVs, which rule people out. Uh, but by the way, that comes from a bad speller. I'm, I, I will admit I'm a bad <laughs> speller myself, so I'm not going to throw stones at, at, at the ceiling here. Uh, uh, well, I mean, but as you say, spell check, especially if one is aware of uh, one's spelling deficiencies. So in in that initial scan, then, what, what are the mistakes that are commonly made? Well, I suppose some of the most um, common mistakes are uh, CVs uh, that come in and, uh, you know, they're long-winded paragraphs with irrelevant information. And I suppose a big bugbear for an awful lot of employers or recruiters and hiring managers is where a CV comes in uh, as an application and it doesn't match the job description that you put out in the job advertisement. So one of the most important tips that be could be given to uh, any candi- candidate sending in a CV for a job application is to look at the job advertisement and the job description and then tailor your CV 
to that job description or that job advertisement. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the most common mistakes that uh, people have a CV. Uh, they send it out, you know, generically to different types of jobs uh, that are seeking different types of skills and expecting to get the results. Well, really, you should be actually tailoring your CV to each application and to the job advertisement. And yeah. really, that's a very important trick that is ignored by candidates an awful lot of, of the time. So they're just kind of bulk applying for a- anything they can see. Yes, exactly. And very often when recruiters or, or hiring managers are running through the CV, you know, those job skills may actually exist in their experience, but they just haven't highlighted them or else they've kept, uh, I suppose, their job skills and their experience very generic. So like to give you an example, uh, if someone in my own industry in HR uh, was being uh, recruited uh, into an organization and part of the uh, skill would be to onboard new recruits, um, if a skill was summarized as, you know, in your current job or in a previous role uh, that you onboard new hires, well, that's, that's, you know, that's pretty straightforward. You would expect that that was part of your job portfolio in your current job or your previous job. But if you change that line to, you know, onboard at over 200 new recruits successfully, then that jumps out to the person mm. reading it because you're giving them a number. You're now giving them a bit of experience. You see that as a person who has recruited successfully 200 people. So you're saying the same thing, but you're just showing it in an action type of way, an, exper- uh, an experience kind of way, which jumps out at the person sure. uh, who's reading it. And that's what you need to do because you know they're doing this all day long they're busy professionals so something needs to jump out at you straight away and that's how you get that's how your cv wins yeah is it common for people to apply for jobs for which they have absolutely no qualifications whatsoever Uh, Uh, and i can give an example from my industry that this when we've advertised for jobs say on on this show or in news talk you get a lot of applications from people saying I've zero, they don't admit they've no experience of of working in radio, but they say I'm a quick learner uh, without really thinking who's going to do their job for them while they're learning to do their job. It would be someone who went to college for years and has many years experience. Does that kind of thing happen a lot? Uh, it does. Um, it does happen an awful lot. And unfortunately, I suppose, look either from the employer or the recruiter's point of view, um, again, it's a huge bugbear and it's very, very annoying because you're screening uh, CVs of people who are not qualified uh, to do the job. Um, you know, so, I mean, it, it is very important to say, and, and there are other reasons why people send in CVs and they don't have the qualifications or they're not experienced for the job. Um, there may be different re- reasons such as, you know, uh, they have to be showing to uh, I suppose um, put themselves forward for jobs and so on and that type of thing and that happens as well and that that can take up some busy people's time and they're not too happy about it but anyway there uh, there you go and things like uh, putting their photographs on it and or the layout of of the CV are they particularly important or more cosmetic aspects of it Uh, yeah well I I think there's actually from a cosmetic point of view there's two kind of interesting aspects to CVs Um, like you mentioned, you know, the photo, should you include your photo? Now, look, there's nothing particularly wrong with including your photo, um, but there's really nothing to be achieved by it. Um, you can't hire someone uh, because they've included their photo. You know, you're not going to pick someone for a job because they've included their photo. And there is possible ramifications for the employer that they may be weary of. So I think candidates should be careful about, you know, maybe putting in a photo. It takes up space on the CV and you start to make the CV look a bit cosmetic. So, you know, I I wonder if a lot of uh, recruiters actually look at the photo as kind of a negative thing when it's included. The other thing that you get then is those kind of cosmetic CVs. 
they may be very important in certain industries. So if you're in a, an artistic uh, kind of an industry uh, or something like that, um, in, in printing or social media, going for a social media job, you know, the hire or the manager may look at, you know, glossy, well-presented CV and they, they may admire it. But if you're applying to an accountancy office, they don't care what the CV looks like. <laughs> yes. They care about the, you know, they care about numbers, they care about the contents. So you need to think as well about the person who's going to be viewing this, the CV, because as I said at the start, Sean, you know, I kind of wouldn't tell people to count on the spelling mistakes. The reason I wouldn't is because I'm probably someone who makes spelling mistakes all the time myself anyway. Yeah. And I need to get other people to check it for me. So I'm not really going to hold people to But I know other people, and if they see a punctuation, a spelling mistake, I mean, if there was spelling police, they'd call them and they'd love to get the person arrested. They just take it really, really seriously and it bugs them and they actually would rule people out um, as a candidate for a job just on spelling mistakes alone. So you have to realise as well, a bit like your leaving sort exam, you have to think about the guy who's going to be correcting the, the your paper on a fine summer's day and maybe has the kids roaring them to take him to the beach uh, on a nice sunny morning. <laughs> you need to interest this guy and make sure you get it right because, you know, it's people applying to people through paper. It's not robots applying to robots. Yeah. So, so And the people who are marking the homework, do they care what your hobbies are? Do they care if you put a lot of adjectives in your CV about I'm hardworking and I have great initiative and, you know, my hair is lovely as well? Yeah, well, look, I suppose that's the thing about the long-winded paragraph that gets nowhere, you know, are those buzz terms that seem like the right thing to say. Um, Basically, look, your your qualifications and your experience um, and communicating them well in the CV, not have you too long-winded. So, for example, you know, if you're a young person starting out, if your CV is only one uh, one page, that's okay because you haven't had a whole list of jobs. Okay, so uh, it may be uh, two A4 pages as you get a little bit older and a little bit more experience but it doesn't need really to be any more than that and there's nothing worse than reading through lines and lines of buzzwords and you know a little bit of personal information or personal achievements the hobbies interest section that's very important because remember it's people hiring people so that is very very important but also don't make that too long-winded and it is a common mistake as well that sometimes the personal achievements kind of overshadow the rest of the CV and that can be a mistake in itself. Yeah, uh, so one of our listeners on WhatsApp says uh, from someone who sent in a lot of CVs recently, the biggest annoyance is the recruiter not getting back to you. Is there, is there, you mean if it's a, lo- a large amount of applications for a particular post, do they always get back or can they even get back? Well, I, I think it's good practice, Sean, to be fair. I think if someone makes a job application and sends a CV and cover letter uh, into a job that's advertised, it is, uh, I suppose, a good mark of the company um, with regards to your reputation and it's a good professional standard to at least reply. But I suppose, you know, uh, this day and age, um, a lot of professionals may be very busy, but they should use technology. For example, if you know, if you're using LinkedIn uh, advertising uh, your job, you can, you can set it up very, very easily easily if someone doesn't have the qualifications that automatically uh, they're sent the, re- the rejection notice you know so um, there really is no excuse for that kind of I suppose manner um, because if someone has taken the time out to pre- prepare a CV and send it into um, a company applying for a job the least that they deserve is a response.
Yeah, indeed. And just going back to the where we started about spelling mistakes and using spell checks, because that's not perfect either. Someone has also got in contact to say, I know a chap who sent out 16 CVs. He used spell check. Uh, all of the CVs uh, talked about his degree in pubic administration. Uh, <laughs> you can imagine. Not that successful. Or may, unless he was uh, applying to be a gynecologist. Uh, well, go, <laughs> go, go, go back to the people again and get second verification from a person. So don't, yeah. don't always trust the tools, maybe. Damien, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Damien McCarthy, their CEO of HR Buddy. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.